we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. That God has raised up an army of them. His remnant. His red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, Crucify him! Crucify him! And it totally backfired when Jesus said, Forgive them as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven. So that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply, and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. Hope you'll join me and all the blessings. All right, here we are on Monday, July 24th. We're in the new studio here on the first Monday, and uh, we are going to be uh, uh, talking about quite a few things when it comes to. And I got this on the wrong screen now. I get, got to get used to all these things that are that are going on here in the new studio. But we're talking about Joe's lies exposed. We're talking about trumpets of Revelation out of chapter eight of Revelation. We taught on that Sunday. It's kind of interesting. That was the first show we did on, on from the new studio, and the sound didn't work for the beautiful music. <laughs> so we've got that working back with the old software right now. Um, we're going to be tuning and doing quite a few new things in this in the studio. We'll show you some of that as we go forward. Um, so I'm not sure if Kirk Elliott's going to be able to make it for an economic update. I was hoping he's going to be able to do that, but we'll see if he comes on here in a second. Um, but we are get, we got a ton to cover when it comes to the Joe's lies, the Antio Julie Green prophetic word. Uh, I know that little one had another prophetic word for those of you backstage, especially. I think that's primarily for you guys. Uh, I guess it's a warning for everybody though, so probably some some things there that are be be important. Um, but again, we are going to be talking about quite a few uh, exciting things as we move forward here. So let's get into this. Um, Patsy, I see you on. We got Shuri on Facebook. We got Carrie on Facebook from Washington and Tennessee. We've got a bunch of people backstage. I see I see a ton on Rumble Rants as well. Uh, thank you for being here on this Monday night as we dig into some of the latest news. Um, with that, I wanted to also let you guys know there's a Lindell event coming up. Um, that is invite only. He is going to give us hope for the country, guys. This is critical. 
um, that um, we all attend and, and spread this word, okay? Um, he has worked on this, as you know, for three years, and now his last year he's created a new plan with that some of the military looked only like 10 to 12 people even have ever seen this. And they uh, say it's a brilliant plan, and it's something that's never been talked about before. This isn't about just one-day voting and, um, and voting by mail. This is a plan he's put together that will shock the, the media. That's why he's not letting anybody know what the plan is. Um, but he will give a free gift to you too if you just go register to actually be a, a, a free electronic gift um, that you will get if you just sign up to, to get into this. So please do this. Go to lendallvent.com and actually um, use the B2T referral code. Just let them know that I've sent you. Um, but we need to get the word out about the Lindell event, okay? So here's a little bit from, from Mike on this. Hello everyone, I'm here today to bring you great hope. You all know that the government has deemed our election platforms critical infrastructure. Well, I'm hosting an event that's gonna reveal the plan that will save our election platforms immediately. It's something that's never been done before in history and or even talked about for that matter. Everyone, whether you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, everyone's gonna embrace this plan. This plan has been worked on for over a year and will be revealed to the world at the election summit on August 16th and 17th. Sign up now to gain exclusive access to the live stream event and also receive a free online gift now. Thank you and God bless. All right, guys. So, so this is something, again, I'm going to flip over to this here that you can um, see. Uh, just go to lindellevent.com. Again, this will be August 16th and 17th. This will give us new hope. It's a plan that's never been talked about before and never been revealed. Some people are saying it's brilliant in the military, saying that, that this, this could really give new hope when it comes to election integrity like never before. But we need to get the word out. So please go to lindellevent.com and just register. It's lindellevent.com. Everybody, please do that and just share this with others too. I use the referral code of B2T. This will allow us to get the word out like never before. I'm trying to organize my schedule to be there. I'm not sure if I'm be there live, but I'll definitely be watching and reporting on it. Um, so again, Lindellvet TV. Make sure you get there. And I do see, I see, I do see Kirk here. Do give us an economic update. Uh, Kirk, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, Rick. How are you? I'm uh, doing great. So, uh, give us a little bit of update on what's going on. I heard saw all kinds of crypto things going on with a crazy ruling from a judge and all this. But, <laughs> but what's on your top of your mind? I mean, really crazy stuff there. I mean, so you look at some of the economic reports that that have come out. These are just within the last 30 days. Okay, these aren't yearly numbers. It's not for the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. Literally, percentages from the last 30 days. U.S. housing starts down 8%, building permits down 3.7. So that's almost right. The starts are almost double what the permits are. So what does that tell us? It tells us that people can't qualify for loans. Mm -hmm. When they get a housing permit, then they don't actually start. It's because they couldn't get the construction loan. Mm -hmm. But I was asking around to some of my, my banker friends, the president of a bank here, and it's like, they're not even giving out construction loans anymore. They stopped giving out home equity lines about a year ago because um, the propensity of getting paid back just simply wasn't there. But but even what's bigger than that is multifamily construction down 11% mm -hmm. in a month. 
in a month. I mean, so that would be, you know, contractors building apartment buildings, townhouse, townhouses, you know, anything that, that's multifamily. So, so you've got real estate that's starting to hit the skids now. Now, Robert Schiller, who's the the number one real estate forecaster, analyst, researcher on the planet, has been for decades. He's a, a Yale professor. Um, said that we've actually hit a top in real estate. We've we've hit this point of critical mass, right? It's like, um, you know, if you know, when you eat too much, and it's like, man, I don't want to go on a diet. I'm just going to get bigger jeans, right? <laughs> so <you> kind of <laughs> trick yourself, right? So, so we've got the bigger jeans. We've got the biggest pair of jeans we can get as a country, and yet we just keep eating. And now the seams are about to burst. We're at that point of critical mass where the only thing left is to actually lose weight, right? And using that analogy, because we can't add another ounce or else the seams are gonna burst. Well, this is where we are. When we've got rates that are going up another 25 basis points or a quarter of a percent um, this month, probably on Thursday, then they're gonna do the same thing in September and then they might pause, right? They keep saying, well, then we might pause because we think we've won the war on inflation. No, they have not, right? Because if they have, well, then we'd be seeing that at the gas pumps. We'd be seeing it in the grocery stores. We'd be seeing it on everything that we buy, and we're not seeing it. Mm -hmm. well, they might say it, but we're not seeing it, right? So you've got that going on. You've got, and it's not just in America where we're having these rate hike talks this week. It's also the Bank of Japan and the European Central Bank. Mm -hmm. And my projection is across the board, they all raise rates this week, like all of them, mm -hmm. because inflation is persisting. now. One thing that you and I, Rick, have been warning people about for about a year now is our loss of freedom that's coming with central bank digital currency, yes, right? It's scary it's, stuff. It's our ideology, right? That's mm -hmm. going to be the main determining factor whether you get to access your money or not. Yeah, I, saw, I, saw, that, I, saw, I saw that Putin just did a digital currency. Uh, well, yeah, and, and a lot of the BRICS nations are, and they're all going to go into this centralized BRICS currency system, mm -hmm. which they're releasing August 22nd, right? So, but what's what's weird about this this whole story is what happened this weekend. So, so we've been talking about programmable money being the core right. of central bank digital currency, meaning they can basically change ownership on it. They can look at your digital social profile, all of that stuff. Now, you've got the Bank for International Settlements and Project Icebreaker saying, we'll cut you off from buying or selling if your ideology of the use of funds doesn't measure up to what we want. So that's a problem. And people have called me and said, Kirk, such a radical thing to say. Say, but but you don't know that for sure. It's like, well, you're right. I don't. I'm not God. I don't control the markets. However, I'm just repeating what those policymakers have planned, right? right. But then this weekend, it, it happened. So, so we've had two people now been cut off from their bank accounts. One, Kanye West. It's like, I don't know yeah. what he said or did but it was something that was too conservative or religious for what they wanted. And realize this is Kanye West, right? Wow. It's like, okay. Um, but then the big one was Nigel Farage. So Nigel Farage, for those of you who don't know, mm -hmm. was the leader of the Brexit movement that got right. the United Kingdom out of the Eurozone countries, you know, to be free, to be independent, right? To basically be the masters of their own future rather than some other globalist empire right so so he was in charge of that he's a very conservative politician in england 
very wealthy one as well. So he Nigel Farage has a bank account at a private concierge level bank called Coots, C-O-U-T-T-S. So Coots has been around since the late 1600s. It's the eighth oldest bank in, in the world or in Europe at least, and very well-established, like very uppity up, snooty kind of a place. They only take you on if you're high net worth. Well, what did they do? They cut him off from his bank account. Well, then he tried to go get bank accounts at like eight other banks. They all cut him off and said, we don't want to risk the reputational damage of you. So because he's Nigel Farage, one of the most popular politicians in like Europe, he would be like a Kennedy, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. just that kind of political stature there. So so here's what the 40 page dossier from this bank told him and the in this 40 page memo brexit was mentioned 86 times russia 144 times pep whatever that is i don't even know what it is 10 times but they also mentioned support for trump views on immigration net zero and the vaccine as reasons why they got rid of him it's like okay Rick, that could be you, that could be me, that yeah. could be anybody in our movement talking about this stuff every day, right? No so, question about but it. But this yeah. is the reasons that they gave. Why? Because his ideology didn't match up. And this bank has a, um, a, a reputational risk committee that they said, this is a quote, um, Mr. Farage is seen as a xenophobic and racist. He is considered to be a disingenuous grifter. Being associated with Nile Farage presents a material and ongoing reputational risk to the bank. So wow. what they're saying is we don't want him, even though he's a multimillionaire and we has millions of dollars in the bank, because his political ideology doesn't match up with ours. Now, fast forward or across the pond to us, right? Well, yeah. what if you're Jingo? You have 500 bucks in your Bank of America account. Are they going to care about you? Absolutely not. Right? If they if they don't like your use of funds, they'll cut you off easy. Do you think it was easy for them to cut off Nigel Farage? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do, because they have this different agenda, and now they're feeling the heat from it. I mean, they're getting all kinds of international pressure. Yeah, it wasn't because, easy from a perspective of of t- picking him because it's like everybody and the dogs no. gonna know about it now, right? No. So so this is what Nigel Farage said about this. He said, this is Britain. He said, I don't support the diversity, politics, and purpose of the bank and Britain as a political regime, and I am a dissident in this land. So, so basically, because of his political views, um, fast forward a couple months because of religious views or because of your climate change views, Right. People are going to banks are going to start cutting people off because of their ideological views. This is just the first he and Kanye West. Right. So so this is what we've been warning people about and why we're telling people, look, the, the mark of the beast system is no respecter. people. Right. They want you to either fall into line of their control or there's no buying or selling for you. Right. This is all building into that system. And it's a preparation of what's to come from them. But what are we preparing for? Things like gold and silver, something that gets out of that system, something you can barter with, something that's tangible, that's not digital. We've got, you know, that's one thing that we can do. Another thing that we can do is be politically active like Esther, right? Mm -hmm. So what did Esther do? 
Esther saw a problem going on in the country and she went to the king. She knew that she could have gotten her head chopped off for yeah. right? But she petitioned for her people and what? A whole country was saved because of her bravery and courage. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what can one woman or one man do? Well, we can do a lot if we're if we act out of Holy Spirit boldness and courage, right? Oh, so, amen. So here's where I think: don't call your your national federal legislators. Call your state ones. The state ones will talk to you, right? So call the state ones and say, hey, we want to do what Texas is proposing. We want to do what Alaska is doing. We we want you to support a legislation for a state chartered bank that's out of the federal system that doesn't have access to FDIC yes. and have a state chartered owned bank because this bypasses that FedNow app system and this whole beast-like structure that's being set up. So I think if enough people act politically like that and just reach out to their state legislators, they're going to listen to you and they'll say, wow, I had no idea probably <laughs> that's what's going on. Right? Yeah, but, well, these federal really, FDIC banks are literally linked all the way back to the Bank of England, right, and to the BIS and all that type of stuff. So it's a matter of time um, before it hits us, right? Correct. And it, 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 yeah, hit, so it already, already hit Flynn from credit cards, right? It, it hit me. I got kicked out of a bank already, by the way. Um, it was it, uh, uh, Washington Federal actually closed all my, all my business accounts, all my all my personal accounts, like seven accounts, right? And my ministry accounts got cut, cut off too. So this is this is happening. There's no question about it. Yeah, it's happening, and it's happening right underneath our nose. And if it can happen to somebody big and famous like a, a Nigel Farage, it can happen to people like us as right. well, right? Yeah, it's it's just, so, so now what, the good news for me is I was able to go to other banks and find it. Nigel wasn't able to go find him. So that's going to be the difference is that um, unlike me just getting out of one bank um, that's very liberal out of Seattle, right? Um, I, I was able to go find other banks. But uh, that's going to start closing down if we don't act. So I love, I love the idea about getting to our state legislatures. That's a great idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then, then obviously just, uh, just be careful about how much, bank you, how much money you have in banks, how much, uh, how much money you have in stock market of any sort, even if 401ks or, 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 or IRAs. And that's what I love about Kirk. You can call his uh, consulting company to get a free consultation to understand how to navigate this. This is also for internationals. So they can store, store stuff for you, ship stuff. Um, you know, I, I recommend having some of the smaller coins for bartering potential for the future. Um, I, I recommend uh, most likely just really diversifying like mad and get get advice from these guys. That's a major major thing. I also liked so what I personally done have is have some stuff that I can barter with, have stuff um, that you can um, have access to that is is not in your house so somebody can't come rob you but it but it's hidden well um in some somewhere that can be off site and then also not in, not in a bank though not in a bank depository and then also store it like your 401ks and stuff you can have storage and they have a huge brink secure is that right um in in that's in Texas now is that where that well yeah Texas is? precious metals depository it's right. just a huge huge vault private 100% insurance coverage you know so you could have $100 million policy or $100 million worth of metals stored there. And it's 100% covered under that insurance policy. Singular ownership, meaning you're the only one that has a right to a claim to it. They can't oversell it. They can't lease it out like a fractional reserve bank would be. Um, and it's segregated into your name. So it's segregated personal storage 
that's not jointly owned with 100% insurance coverage on it in Texas, which obviously, like we just talked about, is very favorable towards precious metals. So you add all those up, it's really safe. That's where I store all of mine. Yeah, and, and but probably most importantly is that there is no commissions on the back end. That once you have the, the gold, you can sell it, get it out um, without any any uh, costs. And, there, and if you just think about it, if, if these derivatives and these banks fail and gold goes way up, silver goes way up, you do not want to have a commission on the back end, right? Right. <laughs> because if something's going to go 100x up, you're paying 100x the commission. So Kurt just is very honest. It's a percentage to take off the front end of, to help make everything happen. And that's it, right? It's your gold. And there's a lot of shyster people out there. Um, that yeah, been, there's some shady yeah, ones. Yeah, <laughs> so so that's why we work with Kurt, uh, a man of God and uh, and a beautiful uh, double doctor that has a has built up a team to be able to get back to you quickly. That's another thing. A lot of people are way behind trying to help people. So call him. Um, at, you can see the link down below. Blessed to teach. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's kirkelliottphd.com slash B2T. You'll see the link down below. And kirkelliottphd.com double L double T um, slash B2T. That'll give you to the my page, but um, easier just to call the 720 number. What, what's that again, Kurt? 720-605-3900. Yeah, and so uh, that's the fastest way to tell them that B2T, Rick B2T sent you. They'll prioritize you and get you taken care of right away. This can take three or four weeks to move something, so do not delay. One day late, it's over, right? Um, so we'd rather be three, four, or five months late, even five years, I mean, five, three or four or five days early or three or four or five years early than to be one day late because once the gold standard comes, once this starts happening, once the derivatives get, the, the banks start closing, watch out. The Babylonian system goes down, watch out what will happen. I think it's going to be exciting. And it's liquid too. Awesome. That's the last thing I would say is it's just liquid, right? So I mean, if so, I could right now call Kirk and within three or four days get as much out if I want out of the depositories, right? So it's another important. Yeah, thing. it's a forty-five second phone call for us to lock in the price because it's a global commodity, and then four to five days later, you have the wire in your account. It truly is easy and fast. Right. We just need new 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 banks to wire it too. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Kurt, for taking the time. We'll see you next Monday, too. Right. God bless. You bet. All we'll right. see ya. It's great to have Kurt, Kurt on here live. Uh, so, all right. So those are your two action items. The rest of this is going to be a lot of news and a lot of scripture. So let's and a lot of prophetic words uh, we'll be digging into as well. Um, but remember, the way to save our, our uh, election platform is to make sure you, you are signed up for the invite-only event, lindellevent.com. This is going to be critical. This, again, is going to be on um, August 16th and 17th. It's, you can do it remotely, um, but you need to have a, a – they're trying to keep the, 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 the trolls out and the farms and all that. So go to Lindell, double L, event.com, okay, and uh, make sure you use the B2T referral code, and we will get a bunch of people there. We're going to change this world, guys. It's going to be exciting. New hope coming on the election fronts. Photo show Hunter Biden – in dad's Corvette at Delaware home on same day as shakedown message. So Biden actually shouted no when asked whether he was with the son during the alleged 2017 discussion, but now they have pictures. <laughs> so it's like, okay, Joe, you're being caught in your lies. It's not working real well for you. Not working well, well for you. <clears throat> and um, this is goes down here. It's like somebody's not uh, muted. So let me just get that real quick. I'm gonna get, yeah, add add uh, Gus as a as a uh, 
co-host as well. Um, hey, I wanted to let you guys know um, this new studio is going to be fun. I showed a little bit on Sunday, um, and so I wanted to kind of show you a few things. Uh, only backstage are going to be able to see this, but this is this is really what the studio looks like. Um, see if you guys can see that right now. <laughs> so that's how exciting the, the studio is. Those of you who can't see it, it's just a big, huge green screen. Uh, I mean, gr green walls. I, and I had to, like, it, the work here was crazy. I had to actually put um, tape uh, on all the, the things that were white, like on the wall. I had to, the, there was a big four inch thing at the bottom uh, of, you know, uh, I don't know what they call that, the bottom of the wall that they couldn't paint. So I had to, and, and obviously the carpet, um, I had to be all, and so I'll show you what it does for me though. Um, I told this a little bit on Sunday when I was using the new software and it didn't work out too well. So I wanted to, I wanted to flip to a couple things as we get into the rest of this, this what's happened to Joe Biden. And it'd be kind of interesting for you guys, I think, to, to see this. Like for instance, this is, uh, see if I can see this view that I put on my old software that just to kind of show you guys. This is, uh, this is like a, a view that has, has uh, the city behind it. Um, but th this is this is where the uniqueness of having a full room to do this is, is I, can, I can come back here. I don't have my microphone yet, so I have to let yell a little bit. But I can be showing you something over here. I can be showing you something over here. I can be showing you something over here, right? So those are all the kind of cool things that we'll be able to do because we have the floor there. Um, obviously, that's going to look a lot sharper in my new software when I get everything set, set up to, oh, it looks like I forgot to pull this down. See, this is my old software I had it set up. There we go. One more time on that. One more time on that. And I'm going to get my shoes on so you don't see my socks. <laughs> the reason I want to do this, just because I, I usually uh, consider this holy ground when I'm praying and stuff, so I take my shoes off. But uh, now you can kind of see that. Now I can be talking about something here. I'll have an overlay coming up. I can be talking about something over here. Hopefully you guys see that. They didn't see this on Sunday. But that's kind of an idea of the whole area and, it, and I'm a transparent person on all these things I can do a different view on a camera over here that will blow me up and have have and I can bring up charts and talk about the charts etc and so it's just gonna be really nice I can bring any type of background in I can be walking on snow like I was during a su Sunday um, and doing all kinds of things I think it'll be a fun show as we uh, work on all these different types of views um, but with that, let's dig back in. So let's see if I can see this. This, this is, again, Hunter Biden laptop. I just remembered I need to show you guys that. Um, President Biden recently shouted to had a New York Post reporter when asked if he and his son, during the alleged WhatsApp discussion with Henry Zhao, the CEO of the Chinese Asset Management of the Harvest Fund Management, on July 30th, during which Hunter said he was sitting with his father. Asked if Biden was with Hunter during the digital discussion. The president laughed at the question before yelling, no. Um, but again, we have the IRS whistleblowers c coming out at him. And here, uh, Hunter Biden is shown in Delaware on July 30th, 2017, right outside his dad's house. So uh, yes, um, this is becoming very embarrassing for Joe as he continues to lie about all the business relationships that he really has. Uh, by the way, this is this is one of my backgrounds here. It's got the Holy Bible, big, huge, uh, we the people, got a gun there. Uh, uh, for the Second Amendment, also has the the uh, American flag. That's going to be a lot bigger and a lot cooler on the new software. Um, really fun to get into this new studio, guys. I'm going to be really, really, uh, really 
excited to, to be able to bring more news to you in a, in a more powerful way. Report Hunter Biden put Joe Biden on business calls dozens of times. So this isn't just like a one-time occurrence. This is really all coming out now. Um, the walls are closing in on the, the, the Biden crime family. Devon Archer, Hunter Biden's former business partner, who was reportedly was expected to testify before the House Oversight Committee on Monday, will tell the committee that he witnessed Hunter Biden using the influence of his father during business meetings by calling the former vice president, the committee announced on Monday. So this is uh, all coming down that the Biden crime family is being being found out. And they knew other news showing that Hunter, that, that Obama knew about this as well. A person familiar with Archer's expected testimony told Breitbart the outstanding date is under negotiation with his lawyer. Fox News reported that Devin Archer pulled out of Monday's scheduling testimony the third time he's canceled his commitment. Archer, a Biden family business associate and Hunter's best friend in business, was in legal trouble in 2022 for defrauding a Native American tribal entity and was ordered to pay $43 million, over $43 million judgment to the victims. Prior to his arrest in 2014, Archer served with Hunter Biden on the board of Burisma Holdings, a Ukraine-based energy company. Archer was also photographed playing golf with then Bryce President in Southampton, New York in 2014. In 2016, Archer resigned from Burisma board after his arrest. So this just keeps coming. And we also hear Margaret Cleveland reports that FBI told David Weiss that FD 1023 info was legit and Weiss buried it. So now we know this David Weiss has buried this information. So everything to do with trying to get, uh, you know, get President Trump out of office, it was all about that, right? Um, the New York Post, Miranda Devine offered a look this morning at what Devin Archer, a former business associate of Harvard Biden, is going to reveal in testimony. And obviously that's been changed because he's not, he's not uh, gonna show up. In short, According to Archer, Joe Biden was actually very involved in Hunter's international business dealings, like the elder Biden was on the phone of the foreign businessman. So here he goes. It's like, do I get killed by the cabal or do I testify and tell the truth, right, to try to get myself a, a better deal? These guys are put in a terrible position, but that's what happens when you deal with a crime family that's part of this you know, globalist cabal. Um, the tale of flaming corporation dovetails nicely with the reporting from the Federalist Margaret Cleveland and you can see here, here's a FBI told Weiss, it's already corroborated Biden bribery claims. So this is not going away. This just continues. New, new articles are coming up all the time. This is a similar one of a similar story. FBI told David Weiss it partially corroborated Biden's bribery allegations. A lot of details in these two articles. If you want more detail, make sure you're, um, you'll get all my links every single Tuesday through Friday for my Monday through Thursday shows, as well as um, I put in the Tuesday, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning, everything from my Friday and Sunday teachings, uh, what Gus and I talk about on Friday and what I teach on Sunday. So again, really easy. Just go to blessedteach.com and hit, and there's a little place to sign up for free show notes. All right. And you also can get to the free backstage here where I was showing the green room, right? So a lot of, lot of advantages to being backstage. Um, as uh, including being there when we have awesome guests and you can be on Zoom with these, these beautiful people. I think you'll really enjoy that as we move forward. We talked about LindellEvent.com. Um, so tomorrow night we're going to have Jim Meehan come on. He was on a long time ago, a couple of years ago, but I'm so glad to have him back on the MD that's fighting this battle. 
has incredible new ways to attack the problem of, uh, of the shedding and with all the, the ways, different ways of trying to poison us here in um, the United States as well across the world. Then Trey Smith coming on. He's got that. Make sure you might want to, before Wednesday when he's on live, go see his Exodus movie. It's outstanding. And the research they did for that is fantastic. Clay Clark's coming on as well as Juan O'Savin in early August. And then, uh, again, Brian Artis. I love he comes on monthly. And he's got new information about, about how he's fighting this cabal of the medical cartel, I call it. And then Mary Crowley, who, who literally prophesies over the people that are backstage on Zoom. right? So you can be here on Zoom, turn on your camera, and literally she will prophet, do a prophetic word over you. It's just a huge privilege. She's offered to do that not just on the days she comes on as well, so we might want to schedule that. But uh, just want to let you know there's huge advantages in why people were paying $17.76 a month for backstage. Now it is completely free in a pay-forward model like The Chosen. So um, come backstage and really enjoy Zoom. You also this is you also be able to connect with everybody on on um, neighborhood.social, which is our Facebook replacement platform. It's a beautiful type ministry. I think you're going to enjoy it. We also have Stacy Whited coming on from Flyover Conservatives. The the main topic there is going to be what she does in the prophetic rewind. I don't know if you've seen that before, but she reviews all the prophetic words that were said the week before each week. And she has a whole team that researches this and pulls stuff together. So it's extremely detailed and awesome. I'm looking real forward to have her. Aaron Anantis is coming on. I remember his father, a famous painter, um, and doing more things way more accurately than what a lot of artists have done at different events. He showed us the painting of The Last Supper, which is shown here. He's going to be going through more paintings with us. That really gets us a real experience, the deepness of Scripture. I think you'll really enjoy that. Amanda Grace is going to be coming on on the 22nd. And you can be backstage on Zoom with them. It's called Backstage. So just go to blessedteach.com, hit the Backstage tab, and you can be have an account set up in two minutes and be part of the family, the Backstage family here in this ministry. I think you guys will really enjoy that. Um, Joe Rogan keeps turning down Trump's request for a podcast interview report. This is new information that just got out because he seemed to kind of be opening up and uh, talking about more product, more more, more um, open conservative uh, type of views, right? And uh, really, especially when it came to free speech and items like that. But he's still showing his, um, you know, who her, his real masters probably are, as big as his podcast is, etc makes you really wonder why he would not be bringing on Trump when he knows it could help help because again these guys don't care about money and 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 really getting growing their platforms or growing their companies as much as they do want to be obeying their masters and it's really a sad thing to see and so Joe Rogan has turned down numerous requests from Donald Trump camp to interview the former president on his popular Spotify podcast Report. Rogan has stated that he is not a Trump supporter and he has no desire to give 45th president a platform, even although a large chunk of his podcasters, 11 million listeners, do support the Republican frontrunner. Uh, so that that is really interesting. So Rogan um, actually was a Bernie Sanders supporter. That shows you how intelligent the guy is, right? So uh, he, he's probably really intelligent, but um, it, it makes you just wonder who he who his real masters are. Right? However, after a few... <coughs> After the two were seen shaking hands during a recent UFC fight in Las Vegas, Trump urged his advisors to explore further avenues for a sit-down. Um, one Trump informal advisor 
Roger Stone has reportedly offered to engage Rogan in a UFC-style cage match in hopes of forcing the podcaster to interview the former president, according to the news side. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, the mere discussion of Donald Trump on a blockbuster podcast like Joe Rogan built a remarkable audience. So uh, it would be real interesting to see if that ever happens, but um, I wouldn't hold our breath too much for it. Here's a crazy crypto ruling judge shaking up the $1.2 trillion market. I was talking about this a little bit with... Uh, with Kurt Elliott, who was on the show a little earlier. And, and basically what this does is, is it's kind of a complex and you can you be able to see it on the, in the show notes if you really want to dig into it. But it pretty much says that the large you know, hedge fund people are protected more than the average person that's buying crypto. It's just really crazy. And it shows that, um, you know, that we're gonna to have to get control of of this uh, market um, versus letting judges make rulings on this because the judges are are basically you know legislating from the bench on these different open areas that aren't well regulated at all. Um, we do have a new prophetic word from Julie Green that came out this morning, and again, <laughs> I have a hard time not reading these because they're so um, spot on with what I'm hearing from the Lord as well as where I think we need to be focused, right? So she was live on these um, here, and uh, but th this one was uh, breaking the chains off off of you. Now, what is that? I think that might be a separate one. But, but, we, but I had a volunteer that does a beautiful job taking her words into me. I also did want to let you know before I get to that, is that the little one had a had a new word that came up on number 58 of her words of backstage. So you can see these if you go to the neighborhood.social and you just go to the group of backstage ministry. She her last one was uh, April 24th. She uh, had a she heard another one on 718 here just a few days ago. And so uh, again, and there's some warnings here. I'll just read this last part. Uh, when when this is this is coming to an head, I, I believe, guys, according to some of the some of the various prophets, my sons and daughters, listen as I speak. Do not prepare for the battle with weakened spirits. I have said the strong will survive. I have said that the earth will shake and be hot. The trees will bend and break. The oceans will turn over, and I as I sweep my hand. As Sodom and Gomorrah fell and burned, so shall it be for the laggers and the sons of Satan. They think. They are so smart and smug and try to defy me. I see how they jeer and laugh and gullible of my children. Be, but I see it all. I will scatter them to the desert and with the force of my breath. Yes, I will blow and your earth will respond with destruction. Now I think this hopefully is talking about vengeance versus wrath. And uh, that's what one thing that Julie said in a prophetic word, I thought that really made sense to me. When I talked about the vengeance of Isaiah 61, it doesn't talk about wrath there, right? And I also talk about Psalm 2 being a prelude to what's going to be happening. So this whole best is yet to come and what the prophets are telling us, how's that, how's that coincide with the book of Revelation? And that's, what I'm, that's why we're going through, we went through chapters 1 through 7, we do chapter 8 tonight, okay? And we'll do that with the music, which is now working for people on Rumble. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, look at this last part before we do, when, once we do this, then we'll get into Revelation 8, talking about the trumpets of Revelation. And I think I'll give you a viewpoint that'll uh, be a little unique and be able to see, instead of trying to tell you what uh, what it is, it's to try to show you what multiple people are doing and you can make a decision for yourself. 
versus coming to strong opinions, right? That's the way I'm teaching Revelation and really emphasizing the main points of the, of the wedding to the bride, right? To Christ and all the major awesome things that are in Revelation versus focusing on specifics and trying to argue over what they are and, and accusing certain views to, to diminishing certain Christians. This is not the way I think it should be taught, which it has been in the past. But let me get into this. This is uh, breaking the chains off your life. Okay, that's probably what that said back there. Breaking the chains off your life. There it is. Yep. Um, and again, mindset of that we should be having. I believe this is his nails of what God is 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 wanting us to know. And that's what Julie does each morning. It's what I do now too. Right? Is each time I'm speaking to the Lord. Um, I, I do my prayers, I do my Bible memory, I do my Bible study, and then I just get quiet with him and I expect him to talk to me and I put my hands on the keyboard and I listen to what he says, right? And Julie's asking um, the, him every day, what do you want your, your people to know for this time and this hour? And people say, well, why, did, why does God speak to her almost every day? Well, because she asked. And, I, and that's what I started doing, guys, after I read the book. Um, it's not meant to be a secret by Jeff French, right? And so I just wanted to make sure that you guys um, are encouraged to know that this 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 could happen to you as well. I think it's Jeff, no Nathan, Nathan French, Nathan French Ministries. There it is. So Nathan French Ministries, he's uh, got these books here that are just awesome. These are he's got three of them. I bought all three of them. The one, only one I've read though is, and this has changed my life, guys, because. Um, it's not meant to be a secret. God wants to speak to you. That's an open door. He, he's, he's knocking at the door, right? He wants to speak to you. That's <laughs> what so I'm, I'm telling you. And and uh, I read through half this book. I told you the story before, but uh, so those of you who haven't heard it, is that the is that halfway through it, I just felt God talking to me through the book. And then he and the Lord even taught, told Nathan French this would start to happen. That's why he wanted to put it in the book. This is. His, he's just writing down what God's told him day by day. And then I went to the back of it where it had a, here's how he trains people to hear from God. And it was really simple. These, these like four steps. <laughs> it was like, number one, get quiet with God. Now I do all those predecessor tasks too. I think it's important to have your heart right. Um, get quiet. Start communicating with God. And then start writing down what he says. Expect to hear from him. That's faith. That's the third step that almost most all, all people miss. They don't expect to hear from him. So how's, how's God supposed to talk to you if you don't expect to hear from him, right? And I think also he's, 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 he's told me this lately. If you go, go to, I have, the, I have this all written down in my daily experiences with God um, on the neighborhood.social. I'll just put it in the show notes again. If you go to neighborhood.social, this is the Facebook replacement. It's a Christian impactor platform. Recommend you all come here, it's free, right? And um, if you go to discuss and go to blogs, you'll see here we hear from you. And uh, we hear you. This is Rick's journal time alone with God, right? So this talks about the story of how I was in Israel when I heard from the first time um, after reading and just doing what these four simple steps said, right? And it's, look at this, it's not hard. Get quiet, communicate with the Lord, expect to hear, getting your pen and paper ready as faith. Now, I just put my hands on the keyboard and close my eyes, right? In fact, in fact, 
I was afraid I was going to wake up Gus the second time I heard from him. He told me to wake up, and and he said, and one thing he told Nathan, he told me too. He, I, I was tired. I was afraid I was going to get sick, and I said, Lord, I'm going to get sick if I don't get sleep. And he said, delayed obedience is disobedience. And I jumped out of bed, got on. So I turned down the the light on the on the laptop all the way down, and and, and so that it wouldn't wake up Gus. And I just sit there and typed, you know, basically with my eyes closed and couldn't see the screen anyway, right? Um, but but that that's what I do. But again, having a pen and paper is probably a more traditional approach, which would be great. Have a journal on this. Write down what the Lord says. And then share as God leads you. I think most people will not share because this would be God leading you personally. I think he'll give you words for other people every once in a while, though. If you really are doing this, expect to hear from him. And you get your pen ready and you write down what he says. Right now, I'm having a conversation with him. You'll see here what, what, what I'm doing. It. I just, just, yes, just yesterday, for instance, if you mind, mind muting that uh, co-host. But uh, you'll see, um, like here, I start out with something like, Father, thank you for the new music videos. By the way, we have a new music video we're going to show you in a second. The goodness of God is so special. Thank you for your goodness. I love these videos. And then he, t then he talks to me. I say, yes, Lord, I'm trying. Please guide me. And he talks to me. Thank you. And, and, and then he talks to me. All right, so I'm having a little bit of a conversation. He's doing most of the talking. I'm listening with two ears, one mouth, right? So I'm just encouraging you all to, to really do that. And, uh, and, and I really believe that all the criticism of Julie, obviously, uh, oops, I just closed that window on accident. That was Julie. <laughs> I have to go find that up. Oh, no, there it is. Here it is. Good. So that was mine. I closed. But anyway, the here you have. So so I, the criticism of Julie hearing from the Lord every day is is to me now silly because I see Nathan French hearing from him every day. I'm hearing from him every day. It's like God, the the, the prophets of Baal are talking to us every day. Of course, He wants to communicate with us and guide us, right? So, uh, co-host, if you wouldn't mind muting uh, Mary, I think it is. So uh, here we have. Um, Again, a, a mindset shift I think we need to have. And I'm just looking to see what time it is. Wow, I burnt through a lot of time. But we'll, we'll probably do kind of a word and worship on Revelation 8 as we worship tonight. But here we go. My children, this is a day and this is the hour to lay your cares at my feet, to humbly come before me and cast those cares. Yes, because I care for you, because I and all, but also because those cares are weighing you down. Those cares are like chains upon you that are keeping you from my glory. They're keeping you from your steps to go higher and higher and level, level with me. It keeps you from walking closely with me. It keeps you from that. See, to me, just another beautiful message of how we need to make sure those cares of the world are keeping us from understanding, getting close to God. My children, this time be aware and be prepared. Many things are coming. Many things that my church is totally unaware. These things you have to know will shake this earth. A shaking, I talk about it many times. A shaking never like has been before. Not like this. A shaking that will test people's faith. A shaking that... And shaking it will turn some from my face. And shaking it will draw others near and closer to me. So as this starts getting bad, guys, and it gets worse than ever in the whole world, <laughs> hopefully you're one that's drawing closer to him than ever. 
That's why all these warnings have been here, I believe, and what he's talking to us about. You're not living in normal time. You're not living in a time where things are just as usual, business as usual, you would say. This is a time of quick and swift changes, but changes that will shock, changes that will bring fear to some because they weren't paying attention to my words. My, word, my words have gone forth that many people have tried to discredit. Many people have tried to divide They've tried to do all these things against my mouthpiece that are there just to warn, that are there to guide, that are there to lead in the right direction. My children, be aware and be prepared. You're coming into a time of darkness. You're coming into a time where things will turn upside down or right side up because things are upside down. But many will believe that's the direction it's going when it's really turning right side up. Be watchful and be prepared to stand. Be watchful. Have your eyes open to my truth because that sets you free. But that decision reminds me so much of Ephesians and putting on the armor of God, right? And it says, um, I think it's Ephesians uh, 6, 13. That says, uh, put on the full armor of God um, so that you can stand stand against the devil's schemes and then it, then it says and after you've done everything to stand so after you've done you've done everything right and, but then you just can't do anymore but you can just still stand you might not be able to fight but you can stand right that's why you have to have this full armor of god on um we need to be ready to stand as this gets ugly it's gonna get a lot uglier guys the children my children my children your enemy, oh yes, he's out there lurking. He's out there on a prowl. He's out there putting more cares on you and more grief and more pressure, more fear and discouragement. He's trying right now to get you to turn away from me, to get you to give up on me and what I've done for you this day, this hour. Know my love. Know my love for you. Know your authority that I have given to you. Know the glory that I'm pouring out the resurrection power on the inside of you. By the way, that's a new song that we just played uh, on Friday. We've debuted it. We'll, we'll play that again tonight. Remind me, resurrection power, one of Gus's favorite songs. Last paragraph on this says, my words, speak them through your mouth. Speak them loudly and boldly. This is our great change. Great change, great shifts, great upsets, great reveals, great removals, great revival. Stand. Those of you who stand, those of you who believe me, those of you who will not give up and quit on me. Great is your reward, saith the Lord. Woo. Yeah, so just remember that Ephesians 6.13 that says, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, and that's about ready to come down, guys, right? The day of evil comes, you'll be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything, to stand. Beautiful. That's an IV version that I've memorized, so a lot of the people have a slightly different one, but it's beautiful. All right, I'm going to get into the Revelation 8. Okay, this is the seven trumpets. This is kind of exciting when you really get down to it, um, of just seeing the, the final judgment that's going to happen that's going to result in the new Jerusalem, right? And eventually, after a thousand years, the new heaven and the new earth. <laughs> We're going to have the marriage of the bride to Christ. This is beautiful stuff, but we first have to judge all the evil, right? And, and that's what Revelation 6 through 19 is all about, this huge judgment. So we're right in the middle of that right now where we've gone through 6 and 7, which are the seals. 
and um, now we have that pause in heaven now we go to the seventh seal here in Revelation 8 uh, the seventh se the seventh seal and the golden censer which uh, leads us to all the trumps right so let's the trumpets so when the lamb opened the seventh seal there was a silence in heaven for about a half hour then I saw the seven angels who stand before God and seven trumpets were given to them and another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer and he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne. And smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on earth. And there were pearls of thunder, rumblings, flashings of lightning, and an earthquake. That's before the seven trumpets, by the way. That's the seventh seal. Right, and it's kind of interesting to look at. Uh, I love to do graphics, as you know. That's the second trumpet. There's another one I wanted to get to here. Ah, oh, darn it. I hope I just didn't close one I wanted to see. It probably did. Let's see if I can find There it is. So this is kind of just interesting. I think most people know this, but it's just interesting to know that you have these six seals, and then the seventh seal opens up the seven trumpets, right? And, this, and the first six trumpets, and then the seventh trumpet opens up the, set, the seven the, the five the the bowls the judgment of the bowls right um so that is that is uh the, the way the structure of this goes and um here's all the seals and trumpets and bowls kind of in summary i thought this is a good chart again you'll have all this in the show notes but you'll see the seals we talked about the the four horses the white red and black and pale horse right you had the conquering horse and the white you had the war the red horse had the famine was the black horse you had the death the pale this has the scales again all these different interpretations i told you about that right even including bull polney who was on the show and specific things which uh, i don't i just re really don't think that's correct but uh, hey we look at everybody's different opinions right about what's going on yeah and you see all these different things again all we, we took talk about the priests who thought all this happened between before 70 a.d historists who think that's just that there's these church histories of errors that's that this, this has been un, being revealed over time um and but it's in history all these things have happened right and then there's futurists like myself who who believe that we're about ready to go through this uh, the great tribulation and it has none of these have been opened yet and you have a lot of people who think well yeah some of them have been opened like Bo saying that the white horse was the, was the was the crown was the coronavirus and the, the peace being released from the air from, from earth was the george floyd stuff right then you have melissa red pill who teaches everything from a perspective of all the stars and astronomy and looking in there she can see everything that's happened and, and that she feels that we're in Revelation, um, Tribulation now, as well as what, that's what Stella Maniel's teaching as well. So this is why I believe God wants us to study it for ourselves. And curiosity wants us to be a Berean, which says they were more of no, no noble character than those of Thessalonica. Why were these Jews from Berea so, so noble in God's opinion? Why? Why did he label them that way? Because they accepted the message with great eagerness and they studied the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. So I, I beg you to be in the word of God, right? For yourself, not just listening to me, not just listening to somebody else, but also reading it for yourself. I think you'll just love it as you dig into it. We saw the fifth seal, the martyrs were reassured. We see the wrath uh, of the earthquake and signs in, in chapter six. And then we had the 144,000 sealed then the half hour silence that we just read about, right? The seventh seal, OK? 
Okay, now we're gonna get into the trumpets. And we're not gonna get all the way through it because we only have so much time. I just realized I was usually, usually like to teach with a little bit of music background. Let me know if that still works for you guys. And we're gonna jump into a couple songs right, right in a second before we uh, go too much further because I just wanna get the, the Spirit of God flowing here and our worshiping hearts in the right place. But we're gonna see that the first trumpet is a hail and fire, and then we get and a third of the vegetation. So if you really look at this, the seals are gonna, the seals will affect a fourth of the earth. In fact, most people think that a fourth of the people will be killed in during the, the seals being opened. That's why I'm a futurist and don't think it's happened yet. Right, there's no time in history where a fourth, 25% of the people died on this earth, let alone 33%. And I believe it's, it's it, that these actually add to each other. Like you have, say, say you have a hundred, and and uh, then um, you know uh, of the fourth, 25 would die, and you only have 75 left. And then the, the, I'm thinking it's a third of the 75 are going to die next, right? It, in, in these trumpet judgments, um, again, and these are who's going to be hit by these? Primarily those people who won't believe. And you can see the trumpets have these. One, two, three, four trumpets, just like you had the four horsemen. You had the, these four judgments on the earth, just like these were judgments on the earth. And then you have woes, which are more cosmic things, just like the five, these three seals were cosmic. And we're going to see that that goes right to these bowls, the sores and this, all, all the things. And the bowls affect 100% of the planet, right? So you go from 25% to 33% to 100%. So these just really uh, move up you know, that way. So um, let's go back and look at um, the next part of this, and then we'll move to a couple songs as we continue to teach. Seven, the seven trumpets. Now the seven angels who had seven trumpets prepared to blow them. The first angel blew his trumpet, and there followed hail and fire mixed with blood. And the, these were thrown upon the earth, and a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all the gr green grass was burned up. So you probably remember, uh, that's a pretty big one right there. Um, in the first trumpet, where blood's coming out, you can just think of the prayers of the saints, and they're saying, when are you gonna avenge me, back in this, what we already studied? And all of a sudden, they're throwing down. So I believe this is literally the blood of the saints coming down as part of the judgment here. The second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain burning with fire, and was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea, sea became blood and a third of the living creatures and the sea died and a third of the ships were destroyed this whole second one uh, that's a pretty uh, major one as well right and i think this is the this is one uh, just a graphic i liked it talked about the second trumpet right the great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea a third of the sea turned to blood and this is the sea not the rivers and streams because the next Thing happens you see a third of these creatures died in the in the sea right and the mega tsunami a third of the ships are destroyed right some type of something like that's going to happen uh, again then the third angel blew his trumpet and great star fell from heaven blazing like a torch and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of the water this is the drinking water right the name of the stars wormwood a third of the waters became wormwood, and many people died from the water because it had been made bitter. Right? And wormwood means bitter water. Um, so you can see wormwood is the name of a plant and of the bitter tasting extract derived from it. Um, so I'm using 
Bible, uh, Bible Gateway. I think you guys would enjoy, enjoy this as well as you have online books. The fourth angel blew the trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of their light might be darkened, and on the third day might be kept from shining, and likewise a third of the night. Then I looked, and I heard an eagle crying with a loud voice as it flew directly overheard, Woe, woe, woe to those who dwell on the earth at the blast of the other trumpets that the three angels are about to blow. Whew. So as we are looking there, you know, we have these four trumpets, and this is what chapter seven, uh, 8 goes through. And, uh, but then these last three are the woes that we're going to see. And uh, you can see it here better, right? So we just looked at this. The first trumpet, a third of the vegetation goes. Um, the second trumpet, fire, a third of the sea creatures are die. Then star, a third of the fresh water. And these kind of, each one of these kind of go back to, um, kind of point back to some of the, the plagues in Egypt, right? Um, one thing I wanted to cover before I go there is, 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 is extremely interesting. Is if you look at, you, they talk about it being quiet for a half hour, right? Um, that is, is pretty interesting because if you look at that, who is quiet? Well, we just read about all these things that were happening, like in Revelation 4 8, we, and the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around, and within a day and night, they were ne never ceased to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Right? We were, were looking at that. We looked on Revelation 5 9, and we say, and they were saying a new song. Uh, and and this, this is the elders, right? Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open the seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and and language and people and nation. So again, he's seeing they're singing, right? Here's the elders. So you had the, you had the, yeah, the first the, the, the four creatures. Then you had the elders. Then you had the angels as well. Here in Revelation 5, 11, 12, Then I looked and I heard around the throne, and the living creatures and the elders, the voice of many angels, numbering myriads and myriads of thousands of thousands, saying in a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. So you can see that uh, this is this is like wow. And then you had the triumph church talking here in chapter 7, 9, and 10. After he looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation and all these tribes of peoples and language standing before the throne of the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to the God who sits in the throne and to the Lamb. We just read this on Sunday, right? So you can see we have the we have the four creatures that were singing to the Lord. We had the four the, all, all the all the elders. We had the angels. The 24 elders, right? But all these myriads of angels, and then we had the triumphant church, and then all of a sudden, boom, we have a half hour of silence before the trumpets come, which are the really bad plagues as we just looked at. Um, but what we know is we have a we have a reason this is all happening, right? Because this is going to be the judgment to move into the new Jerusalem, eventually into thousands of years of peace, eventually into the new heaven and new earth as judgment comes on the earth here and in the heavenlies as well as we see as we get next teaching which will be on thursday night we'll get into the woes the last three trumpets 
and then into the bowls, all right? And I uh, wanted to get into um, a song that we sang last night, uh, Sunday, that people on Rumble couldn't hear. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that we were able to sing this again. And then we'll get to the new song, The Goodness of God, a brand new song we'll play next. But uh, this is beautiful. So let me know how the sound is on, on Rumble and on Facebook. I think we have it working right now. Amazing grace, I once was lost, a wrench blind now found, and I can see. Ephesians 2, 1 to 2 says, and you were dead in trespasses, sins in which you once walked. John 1, 14 says, we have seen his glory. Glory of his one and only son and the father, full of grace and truth. John 1, 14b. And by the way, after this, a uh, few more songs, we'll get into some praise reports from anybody backstage or anybody who wants to give their testimony. The hour I first believed, by grace my fears relieved. Second lyric we talk about here out of Psalm 34, 4. It says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. How beautiful. It talks about God, my Savior, ransomed me, being set free like flood his mercy reigns with an unending love knowing that you were ransomed from your futile ways with the precious blood of Christ 1 Peter 1:18 the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end Lamentations 22 and 23 his word my hope secures is he will be my shield as long life endures he, he promised good to me so this is Proverbs 35. It says, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Let's take refuge in him. Let's understand this is the God who ransomed you. Amazing grace. Your chains are gone. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I once was lost but now I'm found was blind but now I see t'was grace that taught my heart to fear and my fears relieved how precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed my chains are gone I've been set free my God my
brand new uh, video of his love right now. It's called The Goodness of God. Again, this is the debut of this uh, new music video. All my life, you have been faithful. So, so good. I will sing of the goodness of God. Exodus 15, 2 says, The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. This is my God. I will praise and exalt him. This song also talks about, I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. Lamentations 3.22 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Hallelujah. Third uh, verse in this song talks about, You have led me through the fire in the darkest night close as no other. I've known you as a father and a friend. Galatians 4, 6 says, And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. If you get a chance, uh, just watch the video here. If you're on a podcast, come and see the video because the video is just fantastic. Your goodness is running after me. With my life laid down, I surrendered now. I give you everything. Luke 6, 38 says, Give. And it will be given to you. Good measure running over. For with the measure you use it, it will be measured back to you. That's worship to goodness of God.
I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hand. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God.
what do you think about that new video? <laughs> I just love that when I saw that this morning and it just uh, had tears in my eyes just uh, just thinking through how wonderful the Lord is. <laughs> just like Shuri, that's why I love Shuri on backstage here because she just gets hit with this beautiful music too. And, uh, and it's really good, gives you close to the Lord. I just love that part. I did want to ask if anybody has a, a praise report backstage or wants to give a testimony. You Same with you guys on Rumble and Facebook. I can see your, if you want to give, let us know what God's doing in your life. And uh, even if you want to do a testimony, I'm sure he gave an awesome testimony of her, how she came to the Lord out of Islam. It's a beautiful testimony last month. If anybody else wants to do that, we'd just love to hear from you. I did want to dig a little bit more into this um, this teaching. It's just like so so amazing when you start looking at some of these things. Um, some of the stuff that we see really kind of goes right back to Exodus, right? So uh, a lot of it parallels what's going on here. Like you see here the seven seal judgment, seven trumpets, and then you. See, the first trumpet's like the seventh plague of Egypt, right? There was hail and fire flashing continually in the midst of the hail, very heavy hail, such as had never seen in the land of Egypt since it became a nation. So you can see this, it's a similar type of judgment. So, so there's a good chance that if we're, if, if people have become believers or you're a believer going through the tribulation, that you're gonna be like Goshen. A lot of this might be, you know, the fourth of the earth, the third of the earth, until the seals are open, you may not be experiencing this just like Goshen was protected during this time period. Who knows? Let me know your thoughts on that. Second and third trumpets are like the first plague of Egypt, right? What we see here in Exodus 7, 20-22, Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. He lifted up the staff and struck the water in the Nile, and all the water in the Nile turned into blood, and the fish in the Nile died and the Nile stank, so the Egyptians could not drink the water from the Nile. There was blood throughout the land of Egypt. So just like um, the third of the sea turned to blood in the second trumpet, the third trumpet hit the drinking water, right? And um, so that those two kind of point to back to this, this Israeli, I'm sorry, this uh, Egyptian plague. Um, the fourth trumpet was like the ninth plague in Egypt, right, where we see here in Exodus 10, ninth plague, darkness. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward heaven that, may, uh, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, a darkness to be felt. So Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven, and there was a pitch darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days, but all the people of Israel had lived where, light, had light where they lived. So the Goshen had light. <laughs> it was dark everywhere else, right? So this, um, the, the fourth trumpet is talking about the third you know, of the sun, the third of the moon, the third of the stars being darkened. Many people think it's the smoke from all the all this other stuff that happened that where you can't even see much, um, or it could be literal cosmic event. I think it's a literal cosmic event myself, but uh, interesting stuff. And then, then uh, um, after a couple more songs, we might get into this. It's like a six-minute, uh, seven-minute video that really goes over all seven trumpets. I thought it was really well done. So we'll play a little bit of that here in a second. But I wanted to get back into just worshiping a little bit 
Um, another deep worship song that I just love. I was trying to do this Sunday, but it didn't work out real well. You just heard me kind of whispering. <laughs> I fear on Rumble. But this is nothing else. I just really believe this is where our heart should be, is that during all this rough time, if we just are focusing on nothing else but Jesus, we're going to be fine. I just, want, I just want you, nothing else, Jesus. Nothing else will do. 1 John 4 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We love him because he first loved us. Matthew 16, 24, then Jesus said, If anyone would come after me, let himself deny and take up his cross and follow me. Um, I was just reading something. I said, Trish is saying, love the worship music. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, I just love this as well. I'm caught up in your presence. I just wanted to sit here at your feet. Which reminds me of Mary at, uh, at Jesus' feet, but also you see in Deuteronomy 33 where it says, all his saints are in your hand. They sit down at your feet. Philippians 3.3 says, rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Third part of the song says, Jesus, you don't owe me anything. I just want you. Romans 3.23 says, For all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. But Deuteronomy 6.5 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. He doesn't owe us anything, but we can get caught up in Him and nothing else. I'm caught up in your presence I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to leave Oh for blessings Jesus you don't owe me anything more than anything that you can do I just want you I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions, I'm sorry When I just sang another song Take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda, I'm sorry When I forgot you're enough Take me back to where we started I open up my heart I'm caught up in your presence No. 
song then we'll get into a few praise reports this is uh, Holy Spirit Holy Spirit you're welcome here come from this place and fill this atmosphere you can see in Revelation 22 17 
we attach everything to scripture on these songs. I just love it. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let the one who hears say, come. Revelation 22. So we got a troll on the, uh, on uh, the, on uh, Rumble, so you guys can ignore that. He's got uh, multiple, multiple uh, accounts, so it's going to be interesting to see <laughs> how long he wants to play this game. But uh, that's not going to keep us from worshiping, is it? Yeah, nothing can compare. You're our living hope. It says in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29, 11. Your presence, Lord. Do not cast me away from your presence. And do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Psalm 51, 11. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of love. Psalm 34, 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And I think I missed one. The second one up there, it says there's nothing worth more that will ever come close. And Philippians 3, 8 says, Indeed, I count everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Is that not true? And that's what this song is, is all about. He's doing that. Let's sing Holy Spirit. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone your presence
Some deep music tonight as we just go through some of these most beautiful songs that we have. Um, we'll get into the Revelation song that was a new one we played the last Friday for the first time, debuted it um, here in a second. I'm sorry, that was uh, Gus's song. What was it called? <laughs> it was uh, Resurrection Power. That's right. We'll do that one next. But wanted to get to just any anybody that want, wants to. I give a, a praise report or share their testimony or anything. If you, you can type it into Rumble or Facebook or Backstagers can just unmute. So I think uh, Rebecca had something. Uh, so Rebecca, go ahead. It's technical. <laughs> <laughs> My hand keeps raising and I'm not doing it. <laughs> Oh, you, oh, you, oh, okay, so, okay, so you just, I, I like that, that hand, your hand raised and you're praising, though, thank you so very much for being here, it's awesome, I love it, um, Rebecca, happy to be here, yeah, Rebecca, just uh, have some of these songs that just, just move me like mad, I just love it, one of my praise reports is just these songs, I can't tell you, um, so we just have some, it's anointed, and I would ask for prayers for Emma, um, she's the one who, and the Lord told me this morning to make sure we're lifting her up, that the anointing continues, because uh, the Lord, uh, the, the, the enemy doesn't like it, right? When you have these beautiful music videos that are attached to scripture and uh, just incredible songs and that can keep bring people deep into worship and then you add them. And if, if you guys don't notice, there's she's done incredibly detailed things with each of these videos. Like for instance, when you saw the the, the man and the wife kind of take the two wine glasses and, and do cheers. She 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 adds the sound of the clicking there, the horses that were trotting. She adds the hound, the, the horses trotting, the oceans coming, and you'll hear the sound of the ocean. So there's all kinds of sounds that she's adding to the original music, which just add to how beautiful um, these the, these view videos are to allow us to go deeper, and uh, and really understand how. Uh, how awesome these are. So, so literally, I just, uh, almost every one of these videos just moved me so much, especially the first time I see it. It's like, oh. And uh, it's because I'm doing the production why, why we're worshiping here. Um, soon I'll have a producer that will remote in and be able to flip the scenes and everything so I can just do what I do when I first hear these and just, just worship. <laughs> You'll see me in tears a lot more even during that time. So please lift up Emma to just uh, protect her, allow her to continue the anointing of doing these beautiful videos for us. Um, it's, a, it's a huge, huge privilege to have her uh, doing these. Um, they, you know, it is, it is a big investment. And uh, so if you are being moved by these as well, so there's, a, there's a donations tab <laughs> on blessedteach.com as well. Uh, it's called Tithely. And so it's a place that you can do credit card as well as bank withdrawals, all kinds of uh, um, options there that make it uh, a lot of a lot of uh, churches use that tithely program. So you can see that in the donations tab, allow us to continue to be able to invest in these beautiful videos because I just love to have new ones 
and um, not have redundancy as we go through the four times a week. Um, it's beautiful. Um, and so, so we, we'd li love to hear from you guys who want want to share any praise reports or share great music and praise as treasures within. They're lifting up Emma to the throne of her Lord. He is smiling upon her. So the next stage we're going to move into is praying for you. So I'd love to have people on Facebook and Rumble just type in what you want us to pray for. Same with backstagers. If you have something that you need prayer on, um, we have prayer warriors that are amazing at lifting people up. And we're going to do that here after a few more songs. But right now, I'm going to dig into that song that we were just talking about. If I can find it, Resurrection Power. to it's a brand new one that we just released on Friday. Uh, so let's, uh, let's dig into this. Resurrection power. Gus, do you, do you, do you, do you want to try to read these? <laughs> I didn't give many notice. That was probably I can not, do that. That was very nice. <laughs> yes, sir. Hang on one second, Rick. I got to shut something up. That was very nice. <laughs> Oh yeah, you yes, got the sir. got the loop on the audio, so maybe it won't work. Doesn't echo. Not a big deal. I'll do it. I'll do it, Gus. Yeah. So, so, so sometimes it's a tricky thing. We're, we're messing with all, uh, Gus's audio there too. Let's make sure that's fixed by Friday. <laughs> Right? So it says, now I have resurrection power living on the inside. Jesus, you have given us freedom. We're going to liven up a little bit now. We've been deep worship, but now we're going to worship in a mighty way here. John 14, 12 says, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. Just think about that. Jesus literally telling us that we're going to do greater works than him. That's because we're the body of Christ with the Holy Spirit in us. No longer bound by sin and darkness, living in the light of your goodness. Galatians 5.24 says, Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 8.12, we just studied that a few weeks ago. Beautiful. And this is like about your Holy Spirit lives in me and I have been redeemed. The new has come. Ephesians 1.13 In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. We were talking about that uh, yesterday when we were talking about the seal. It used to be circumcision, and now it's obviously the Holy Spirit is the sign of that. And then the last one is Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. And that's Galatians 3.13. What a beautiful song where it talks about what we have in us, inside us. We have resurrection power. You called me from the grave by name. You called me out of all my shame. I see the old is passed away. The new has
That is um, Resurrection Power. This next song we're going to get to is Oceans, and then we're going to open up for prayers. So please put your prayer requests in. We've got several. We've got lots of uh, prayer warriors backstage that want to lift you up. All right. Um, so whatever. So Nancy's asking for prayer for her and her husband. We'll get make sure we get to that. Um, we also just want to make sure that we are lifting up anybody that's backstage that needs prayer as well. Um, we just love you guys so much and we want to make sure that the power of the Lord, that resurrection power we are just talking about, will be there when we pray. When oceans rise, I will call upon your name. Keep my eyes above the waves. James 1, 2, 4 says, Count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds. The testing of your faith produces steadfastness that you may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. So we go through hard times. No, the world's gonna get really ugly, but we can stay above the waves. Your sovereign hand will be my guide where feet may fail and fear surrounds me. Faith may be stronger in the presence of my Savior. Isaiah 43, two says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. What a beautiful promise out of Isaiah 43, 2. Third part of this song that we emphasize is, Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters, wherever you call me. Matthew 14, 28, 31 says, Lord, command me to come to you. Remember when this was Peter? 
Lord, command me to come to you on the water. When Peter saw the wind, he was afraid and he cried out, Lord, save me. And Jesus reached out his hand. He'll do that for us as well.
eyes are never toward the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. My eyes are ever on the Lord. Beautiful. Um, we're going to get into some prayers now. Um, just love it. Thanks, Steve, for coming in and uh, with Rebecca. I love it when there's a couple people praising on the same uh, video feed. It's so awesome. <laughs> just uh, it's powerful. Um, we are going to dig into some prayer requests here. So anybody that would like to pray, and keep your camera on or let me know via text that you don't want to. Or, and if you want to pray, if your camera's not on, let me know. It's backstage or so we can get to that. So, um, so I think we'll start with the uh, Nancy Myers is asking. I think it's, she's more just informing us, but Shane, who we've been praying for, is visiting Grandma tomorrow since his operation. And I can't remember what that was, Nancy. You might want to let us know. Um, but she's saying the anointing's in the house. She and her husband is there. Um, is there anything else you want us to know um, about that? But we're going to be praying for Shane, who's visiting Grandma's house. That's awesome. So grandson Shane is who we're praying for, just lifting him up for this this uh, this visit. So um, would you lift that up, um, um, Rebecca? Would you mind? That again would be just praying for Nan uh, Nancy's uh, grandson Shane after his Heavenly recovery Father. from his operation. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us to be here tonight and for being able to raise, lift others in prayer. And we just wanna ask your blessings on Shane, Nancy's grandson, that the visit with his grandmother will go well, that the operation that he had will continue to heal from we just thank you and praise your name for all of the healing that's taken place and for all of the good communication that they're going to have and what a blessing it's going to be for them to have a visit together. In Jesus' name, thank you. Amen. Amen. I don't know if the hand up was for a reason, Rebecca, or that's just one of those technical things, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Um, Linda needs some prayer, and, um, and, uh, and Shuri, maybe you can, um, but she says, I feel so alone. I've been going to that church since 2001 after my husband killed himself. It's been three weeks since I've been there, and nobody has reached out to me to see how I am. It's hard not having anyone. I wish this was over. So this is a pray for Linda and feeling alone. Shuri, if you don't mind. I'm not sure he's on our iPads. I'm not sure if it can be unmuted. <laughs> not the easiest thing to do when you haven't done it. While well, well, Shuri's figuring that out, why don't we have Annette pray for that? Annette, again, that would be Linda feeling alone and not having anybody from her church calling her back. Annette from Sweden, would you mind us lifting that up? Is it my turn? Um, Annette, can you unmute and pray for Nancy? For me? Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, that's that's not. Uh, there's a lot of echo there, Shuri. So that's not working real well. Not a big deal. We'll just uh, have Annette pray for yeah. this one. Got prayer warriors everywhere. So it'd be Annette from Sweden. 
she's looking at her trying to unmute as well <laughs> oh okay do you want me to pray Rick? yeah for nancy feeling alone for nancy oh what was the matter with her yeah so she's basically feeling alone um she hasn't been to church in three weeks and nobody's called her to even uh, acknowledge her oh oh father god dear dear heavenly father we will in jesus name lift up uh, nancy to you your beloved daughter father that jesus died for and we want to ask you that you will fill her with your holy spirit and give her the strength the love from you the peace of you and that you will help her and to put put all the things together organize it for her in her life about people calling her uh, that you will open this door for her to the church that they would love to see her and you will just put that love in these people that they will call her up and you will just show her father god how much you love nancy and we ask this in G and bless her father god bless her in everything and show her the path she should go in this in jesus mighty name amen awesome. hey rick thank you was that linda uh, i'm sorry hey rick dude. yeah I was going to say, wasn't that Linda that... Uh, yeah, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just said the wrong person. Yeah, that was Linda. So all the, all those prayers, God knows who it was. Luna Buchanan out oh. of Facebook. My, my well, God knows. God yeah. knows. It was yeah. Linda. Yeah, we just prayed for Nancy, Nancy here and her husband with Shane. So I apologize for me doing that. But Linda, those prayers Can I for pray you. for Linda too, Rick? That would be awesome. Go yes, ahead. Yes, yes. Lord, I just want to pray for Linda. She's grieving the loss of her husband. Which is an awful thing, Lord. I can't, I can't imagine the pain she's going through, and then to have the church not have anyone reach out, Lord. We don't know what's going on inside their hearts. Maybe they don't know how to approach her, uh, suffering such grief, Lord. But we pray that you provide someone for her to give her comfort. She's welcome here at B2T. We'll give her all the comfort we can provide, Lord willing. But Lord, bless this woman with some friends come close and wrap their arms around her and just comfort her in this time of mourning, Lord. I just, I can't, I can't fathom it. But bless her with your Holy Spirit, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And Linda, feel free to just reach out to them. <laughs> Who knows? Um, they may need you as well. Uh, we love lo love it when uh, people are just supporting each other, and uh, this is what this ministry is all about too. We we kind of do it in a, in a remote way, using the um, neighborhood. So neighborhood social is a key point where we can be um, actually chatting with each other um, with a kind of a Facebook live, I mean a Facebook Messenger type platform, as well as a Facebook type platform. Both of those come hand in hand. To really be able to be close together, use Zoom to get together regularly during the week. Um, I think you really enjoy it if you just uh, join the ministry. Uh, probably the easiest way to do that is to get on neighborhood.social. And you can download that on your phones too, and your Google and your mobile apps, neighborhood.social. I think you really enjoy that. 
Uh, I like to use it on my laptop as well as my phone. So you can just go to neighbor.social on your laptop and then download it in the app store on your phones. You can be connected with a bunch of on fire Christians. I want to do, um, there's this treasures within person on Rumble asking for prayer for help against fear and anxiety. So prayer for against fear and anxiety. Would you mind lifting that up, Linda? Linda Jackson, would you unmute and pray for? Again, it is Treasures Within from Rumble. Just pray for, I'm not sure her name, but just pray for help against fear and anxiety. I think a lot of people are feeling that, Linda, so maybe you can pray for not only her, but others. Thank you, your name. Uh, pray for a treasure, help her to feel better. I command her going through it. I command to be gone out. I command in Jesus' name to leave now. She's a child of God. Be gone out. I rebuke you. Help her out, Lord. I says you holy name, Christ. Amen. 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 Awesome. Appreciate that. If I if I miss some prayer requests, let me know. We'll do it right after these next few songs. But uh, we were just singing oceans. But we're, we know God is amazing. God, He's done so many things. We've heard so many testimonies here um, over the last couple of years since we've been doing this. It's been amazing. And He'll do it again. That's what this song is all about. Knowing the battle's won, great is your faithfulness. I'll see you do it again. Your steadfast love, O oh Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds. Psalm 36, 5. Again, he'll do it again, so we need your prayer requests. And if you want prayers right now, um, type them in Facebook or Rumble or come backstage. And, um, I know the night won't last, and your word will come to pass, I believe. So Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. John 8, 12. And the third part of the song we talk about is, you moved the mountains. You made a way where there was no way. We talk about the way maker in another song that we have here. But Matthew 17, 20 says, for truly I say to you, if you had faith with the grain of a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you. What an awesome, awesome promise. And John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's Jesus. He knows our battle. battle's been won already. His faithfulness is great. And he'll do it again. We just need to have trust in him. Let's worship to do it again. Walking around these walls I thought by now they'd fall But you have never failed me yet Waiting for change to come
song and then we're going to finish up some prayers so make sure if you have any praise reports please let me know I mean sorry prayer prayer request we'll find it finish it up it looks like uh, I'm not sure who iPhone 8 is um, but I would love to give your get your praise report after the song and we'll also do any prayers if anybody has any more um, this is blessed be your name classic song that now she put beautiful video together on psalm 113 2 and 3 says blessed be the name of the lord from this time forth and forevermore from the rising of the sun to the setting the name of the lord is to be praised second part of the song we talked about is when i'm found in a desert place though i walk through the wilderness blessed be your name and this is what 1 Peter 4.13 talks about, says, But rejoice that you share in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed at the revelation of his glory. So make that way when there is no way, right? Third part of the song says, You give and take away. It's interesting. Look at Job who'd lost everything, right? Um, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord, says Job. <laughs> In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. And this talks about when the darkness closes in. Psalm 23, 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Blessed be the name of the Lord.
All right, before we get into the next uh, songs, Grave to Gardens, I wanted to make sure we're looking up any prayers that we missed. But also, I, I think, Shirley, were you, were you iPhone 8 there that wanted to um, give a praise report? I'm not sure if the audio is going to work for us, but we'll try it again. Uh, she's trying. I, is it working now? There you go. You got it. I'm excited. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead. Don't allow me to... Uh, use my microphone, I don't know. Because <laughs> <clears throat> uh, with the grandchildren, I typed it for you the other day. So I was bringing the uh, grandson, both of them, the boys, bring them to my house. And then, uh, so from my daughter's house, it take hour and a half almost. So we were sitting in a car, the oldest one is 11, was sitting in the front to help me. And then uh, the youngest one was sitting in the back. Then as soon as we start coming, the youngest one, unbelievable for me, he turned around and he said, um, I have some question from you. I know you love Jesus so much. So I want to know um, some question. Go for it. What is it? So he started. Are you going to heaven? Are you going to go? Jesus said, We are going to go. And then he turned he said, What do you think I will go? Am I going to hell? I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> He's asking some good questions. <laughs> yeah. He said, You think I'm going to go to hell? He said, Oh, baby, if you accept Jesus Christ, Go to hell. So the oldest one said, I accept Jesus long time ago. <laughs> hey, Sherry, would you hold the phone a little bit closer to you? I'm sorry. It, it, we just lost you there for That's a bit. A, I have some situation now. I'm That's so better. sorry. Can you hear me yeah, now? Right, we got you. Okay. One moment. Hmm. I don't have an so, answer for that. Is um, there something else I can help with? He, he was so sort of jealous. And then he turned around, he said, how I can be uh, believing on Jesus? I said, baby, is the prayer you have to say it? Then you're gonna be a Christian. Oh, what is that prayer? Do you know? He said, I know. So he went to hell. Who goes to hell? My dad goes to hell. I'm like, oh shoot, I cannot say anything. (laughs) No, I don't think so. So he amazingly, he asked so many questions. Why my name is Ethan? Because Ethan is in a Bible. Uh So I explained to him, I find this name and this and that. So he started again. He said, Momani, they call me Momani. Momani, you love Jesus so much, aren't you? I said, I love him more than anything, anybody. It's so awesome. He was asking all these one and a half hour driving. He was asking about Jesus, about heaven, about hell, all that. But he was asking me, Have you ever seen Jesus? I said, Yes, baby. Have you ever heard him? I said, Yes, baby. Can I do that too? I said, But you have to accept Jesus first. Uh-huh. Then the relationship is going to start it. Like me and you, we have relationship. So again, the oldest one said, I have relationship. <laughs> I was like, 
fun. So we came home. We how, came how old home was the younger one? Eleven year old, and what's the younger one? Is how old? Nine. Nine. Nine, nine and eleven. Awesome. Oh, nine years old was asking, and nine nine years old said, um, "When we go home, can I use your phone?" I said, "Sure, baby." So we came home. I mean, this is Jesus Christ. Nobody else can do all this stuff. Came in. I said, "You guys just rest till I fix dinner." Blah blah. He was having my phone. Don't ask me how that happened. It was the video. It's a cloud, and it's a Jesus over there as a cloudiness. Okay. He was screaming, "Mom, honey, Jesus is on a phone. <laughs> Jesus is on a phone." I'm like, "What? Jesus is on a phone?" So I went. I look at it. I said, "Well, I told you, he's true. He's a true God." So make it very short, and then he said, "Let me think about it." And I, you always say pray, and he answered. I said, "Yeah, he always answered." He said, "Okay, I'm gonna pray. Maybe he accept me." I said, "Okay, baby." Yeah. So this one. <laughs> awesome. Day after that, the oldest one take my husband phone outside and sitting and going here there. Take long time. He came in. He said, "I'm sitting outside." I said, "That's okay, baby. You can sit down and enjoy." After some hours, I can say he ran inside. He said, "I did that pray. I did that pray." And I'm like, "What pray? What pray?" Apparently, it was again. It was a video. He could watch it, and they were asking on YouTube, "You have to pray this pray." He said, "I prayed twice this prayer." <laughs> oh, awesome! So it was awesome. Then they were saying it to me on a dinner time. Can you pray now? We can say amen. But it's funny. They right away they were hungry. They put the food and their cheek is so big. They said, "Okay, now you can pray." Uh-huh. So I prayed. They said amen. But right away, every morning, can we pray? Can we do? That was the goodest time I had with the grandchildren. I want to share. Thank you so much for time. No, thank you for sharing. What a beautiful story to know (laughs) that uh, Shuri's grandkids, eleven and nine, are are uh, searching probably YouTube or supernaturally the right videos came up. Who knows? (laughs) That is is awesome. Thank you. What an awesome story. Congratulations for your. New area. <laughs> yes, that's just beautiful. It's awesome. Nothing's better than having family members come to the Lord, right? Especially the little ones. But Elizabeth, you had something too, all the way from Australia in the morning. There, how are you? <laughs> my computer's playing up, so I'm on my iPhone. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful story, Siri. Bless you. Mm-hmm. Um, just saying that uh, I went to church with my daughter, uh, I think it was last week. I hadn't been there for a couple of months because I was just not like spirit-filled in um, the Baptist church with a lot of older people in there. And so I just thought, oh Lord, what do you want me to do? So we ended up going back. Well, my daughter said we're going, so we went. And it was so amazing because the pastor preached on the actual scripture we got on Thursday the 16th. Um, That was John 11. 
Wow. Oh, so wow. that's surprising. <laughs> and I was just sitting there going, what am I hearing? This is crazy. And then he also preached about, you know, witnessing to people about saving their souls because that's our main mission is to, to witness and save the lost. And my daughter the previous night had witnessed to her sister-in-law. Um, but unfortunately, it didn't go as well as planned because she pretty much, uh, uh, there was a full-on night of, uh, uh, how can I say it? I suppose um, working out her testimony, she was a little bit angry. But you know what? It's so amazing because that that whole message was for me and my daughter. And then I, I guess it's it's trying to find home here. This a little country town. It's very much um, farming orientated and things like that. And I just really felt the Lord say, "Pray for the town. Start prayer walking." And um, that's what we started last week with uh, me and two other ladies. So we're just praying around our little town and, and just, you know, um, trying to say, right, this is our home. And the funny thing is, the lady I'm also praying for hadn't been there for a few months either. And she came last week. So that's when we decided to do the prayer together. Good. Um, so, yeah, God was knitting this together, which I never thought was going to happen. So, you know, Good. and he obviously wants us there. And, uh, you can yeah, wake up that exciting. church and get him active. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it's so amazing because um, one of the ladies went street evangeling on Sunday and she managed to pray for the lady who's in like a crystal shop and shared the gospel and she listened. It was quite amazing because she's really very new agey. But yeah, so it's exciting. So I really pray for that guy so I'm in town and really need Jesus. So. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. So we're going to go again on Wednesday. So, yeah, let's just see where the Lord leads us. And, um, yeah, praise God. Thank you. That sounds, that uh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Elizabeth, all the way from Australia. Um, it's fun to see God moving in different ways, right? So sometimes uh, he's going to call us to a church that we will revive, right? So we do have a prayer request Amen. for Ruby Lynn Dabby um, from Facebook saying, uh, me please for my family we have some issues so just Ruby Lynn needs a uh, prayer for his her family so um, let's see who has not prayed yet I think we got everybody well Elizabeth you haven't would you mind just lifting up that oh you just turned off your camera maybe not uh, would you mind lifting up uh, this uh, Ruby Lynn Dabby for just she says pray for me and my family we have some issues for Ruby And you're unmuted. You're muted now. So Elizabeth is, is unmuted. Okay, Here got it. Is. Okay, Lord, Heavenly Father, Abba Father, beautiful Savior, Lord, we come before your throne, Father God, humbly asking the family of Ruby Lee, Father God, they have so many issues, but Lord, nothing is impossible with you. And we just pray in your mighty name, Lord, that you would just lift the burdens, you would lift whatever is going on, and you would just stop, stop the deception, the lies and, and the um, arguments that are coming. And Father God, I pray for a peace which passes all understanding to God, their hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Lord, I just pray for a supernatural intervention in that family, something that will get everybody's attention, but not only that would turn their hearts to love and not hate and not cause discord with each other but just to see each other as you see them father god 
You love everyone, Father. You love us all. No one, no one you do not love. So, Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, but above all things that your love covers a multitude of sins. So, Father God, we just ask in your mighty name to bring that spirit of love, of unity, of peace, of joy in that family, Lord Jesus. And we ask that you just encompass them with the love that you have and the love that Jesus died for us to gain. And I just thank you in your mighty name, Father God, for all the things you are doing. And we just give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Beautiful prayer. We uh, also have Tish um, is, is just praying backstage as he says, My prayer is that God returns our rightful President Donald Trump back to the presidency and that God helps all the children that are suffering. And God, please rain your good favor down on your children. We love you. Amen. In the name of Jesus, yes. Thank you, Tish, for that. If you want to unmute at some point in time and pray, just let us know. We'd love for you to be praying as well. Um, we have another song here that I want to get to. Uh, was that Tish? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for praying. Yeah, anytime you'd like to pray, let us know. Um, or if you need prayer requests as well, that would be awesome as well. Um, tell you what, it, we have a, some just so many songs that I'd love to play. Um, this one is queued up that I think people just love. It's called Graves to Gardens. It uses such unique uh, verses um, that talks about, Lord, there's nothing better than you. <laughs> it's just, that is so true, isn't it? You're the only one who can. Exodus 8.10 says that you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God. Philippians 3 says, I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. You turn mourning to dancing. You give beauty for ashes. Psalm 30, 11 says, You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. And Isaiah 61, 3 says, To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Then it gets into some really unique verses when it talks about you turn bones into armies. Right out of Ezekiel 37, 10, 7 through 10 says, So I prophesied, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet in an exceedingly great army. That's only God can do it, right? He's the only one that can. She also talks about you turn seas into highways. <laughs> Just like the Red Sea, what happened to it? It turned into a highway for the Israeli people, right? As Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove the sea back, and the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. <laughs> He's the only one who can. There's nothing better than him. Let's sing the graves in the garden. And 
wanted to make sure we didn't miss anybody's prayer request. We uh, did burn through our hour and a half of uh, praise and prayer. We're even 7.38 p.m. CST here. What a beautiful time, though. We just love to have the praise reports. We'll keep always going when we have praise reports and testimonies. Uh, anybody wants to share in the future, let us know. We'd love to have you backstage. Again, that's free because of the pay forward model. Um, you just go to blessedteach.com and hit hit the backstage tab. That's also where you can get to the neighborhood. It's also where you get to the free show notes, the free neighborhood, the free backstage, as well as the training tab where you can take a an online training course where you can name your own price for that. It's a four week class to help you red pill your friends, help you share Jesus, and most importantly, know what God called you to, and what your spiritual gifts are, and what God's called you to, to use you for such a time as this. This is a vital time for that. So uh, we really appreciate everyone here. Um, so I just want to make sure we didn't miss any prayer requests. I'm looking around. Um, amen. Thanks. Beautiful B2T family, says Elizabeth. Love you guys so much. God's amazing blessings to you all. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate everybody. Uh, so much but if um, with that we're going to wrap her up tonight but again we will be doing this four nights a week with this beautiful music um, that is Mondays and Thursdays we do this praise and prayer format and then Fridays and Sunday morning Friday nights and Sunday morning we do a teaching format called word and worship so join us for praise and prayer and word and worship Monday, Thursday, Friday and Sunday and then guests you can be backstage on YouTube I mean on on uh, backstage on zoom um, with the guests we have some awesome guests coming up here in, um, over the next month including amanda grace and including uh, uh, brian are several doctors um, mds coming on to talk about uh, this the, 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 how, how we get around all these deals so we would really appreciate you guys uh, being just part of the blessed teach family um, again we love you guys so much and appreciate you worshiping with us tonight if the backstage uh, people would not mind unmuting and um, saying goodbye. Mm -hmm. Yes. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rick. Thank, Thank you, you for everything. We appreciate you. Thank you all. Thank you, my, my Love you guys. dear friends. Mm -hmm. Love you, lovely James. <laughs> shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Shalom,